You're listening to the Collective Church Podcast. To learn more about the Collective Church in Portland, Oregon, and Vancouver, Washington, visit us online at thecollectivechurch.com. Christine is also on the Collective Church board, um, and she has just been just such a rock for us of, of wisdom and to bounce ideas off and just just help guide the church. So we're very, very blessed to have her here this morning, to have both of them here this morning. And I just said, go nuts, because she can go nuts. Um, but I believe that she's got a, a word for this house and something that's that's timely. So would you just do something? Would you put your hand over your heart? We're not saying the Pledge of Allegiance right now, but that's good too. We'll just, just say this, say, Holy Spirit, we say yes. Help my ears to hear. Help my spirit to be open. I call my spirit man to the front. Flesh, you get behind me. Holy Spirit, thank you for what you want to do in my life today. Thank you, Pastor Ben. Um, Pastor Ben, Pastor Heather, Pastor Jenny, Pastor Bob, we honor you. It's just a privilege to um, come and visit the family. Amen. You know, what's birthed in the spirit stays in the spirit. And, you know, I was going back to the days in the barn. How many of you were here when we met in the barn? I mean, I didn't live here, but I felt like I, I met in the barn every week. I mean, we would visit and that's where we would be okay. And then my mind went back to different areas of service over the years. And, you know, if you don't know my testimony, let me just share this. We came, I came from a very broken home. And up until I was about seven years old, our home was full of violence, anger, addiction, abuse. There was no born again. We didn't know what that meant. But I'm here today to testify that I'm living proof that when God has a plan, he is relentless in that plan. And his love for every single one of his sons and daughters is limitless and it's relentless. And where the world could not help a broken marriage like my parents, my dad had already moved on with another woman. I mean, this is when I was about seven. And addicted, all kinds of stuff. But Jesus, Jesus came in and met my parents. They'd never, they they knew about Jesus that still hung on a cross. Would go through a few beads and pray a couple times a year. 
my aunt was being witnessed to by one of her neighbors. And then my aunt would share those scriptures with my mom, who was hurting. And those scriptures literally came alive inside of my mother one day in the middle of a divorce. And my mom said to the Lord, I don't know who you are, but I want you to be real in my life. I accept you into my heart. Nobody prayed with my mother. That's how powerful the word of God is. That's how powerful the word of God is. That's how powerful it is when we attend just a little small group. That's how powerful it is to share the word with somebody who's going through trauma and through real stuff. How many of you know we're all going through real stuff? But the answer will always be Jesus. Sometimes we don't reach out because we don't know that we're going to know the answer, but the answer is always Jesus. <laughs> the gospel is very simple. We make it complicated. It's simple, but it's powerful. And when my dad came to get the rest of his stuff one day, he saw the difference on my mom's face. And he said, Eleanor, what happened to you? And she said, I've, I found Jesus. And I forgive you. I'll be praying for you. This year, my parents will have celebrated their, they celebrated their 55th anniversary. They never got divorced. And they had to heal, that's for sure. But my dad said, that's what I've been looking for. That's what I've been looking for, this right here. And he didn't have time. I love discipleship classes. I love, I mean, I love all of that. He didn't have, he didn't, there's just something on the inside of a man and woman that know that when it's time to let go and it's time to come home, there's one place that I need to go. And he just got on his knees and humbled himself and cried out to the Lord. And as a little girl, I saw my very first salvation. I saw my very first deliverance. Didn't know what deliverance was, but whoop, there all kinds of stuff was coming out. And I'm like, wow, this is like real. So when you feel like there's no hope or you have family that you feel like, how are, how? Their, their mind is so like, they're, they're not, how are we gonna get them? I'm here to testify that Jesus is relentless. And for the Lopez family, there was no hope. There was so much pain. But Jesus came in and radically, radically transformed our family. And I'm telling you this for this, what was birth in the spirit stays in the spirit. A home that was full of all of those things within just two weeks, Within two weeks, not after seminary, not after, you know, we went through a few hoops and didn't know. Just within a couple weeks, organically, that very same home became a house of prayer. And all of a sudden, people are coming over and they're bringing people. And I saw more salvations and more deliverances and more freedom. And to this day, people know. I'm not going to give you the address because you all live here. But people know 
My parents are 75 now. But they know that if they need prayer, if they need a miracle, if they need God to do something that only God can do, we know the people to call. That caught a fire in my life. I wanted to be on the front row, whatever God was doing, because I'd just seen him do such great things. And when God comes in and transforms a family, a marriage, a family, transform people want to transform people. But there's one transformer, and that's the Holy Spirit. So for, for me, you know, as I went out into my wayward time, I hit 18. I went into a time of rebellion for three years. Praise God. God brings something good out of that. My husband, we met each other. Mike says we were witnessing downtown Portland. We weren't witnessing. But, but God. And um, that's the grace of the Lord. And we were both had the same similar background, same like parents with the same story. Like it was just like, what? I mean, the Holy Ghost is just, he just has our number. Like everybody like right now, we all like have a ticket in our hand. Holy Ghost has our number and it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. We can't ever get too far from the grace and the love of God. But as I came back to the Lord at 21, I was in the middle of extreme anxiety in my life, sin, lots of stuff. I was really at a crossroads and I was violently anxious at night. I mean, it was pretty bad. And I said, God, I don't know why I'm trying to do this. I don't know why I'm trying to do this on my own, but I surrender. This is not worth fighting. Like, what am I holding on to? This? I need you to drive. I was afraid of the call of God in my life. I thought for sure he was going to not let me marry Michael. And I thought for sure I was going to get sent to the jungles of Africa or somewhere, you know, which I'll gladly go. I'm... Craig, I'm a short-term mission. I'm a short-term mission. <laughs> I found that out. I do like missions, but I like to come back. Mike's like, God bless America. And so he's like, he goes for a couple days. I'm okay for a couple weeks. I like to come back. But everybody has a different call and a capacity that God has graced us with. But And I honor you, Craig, for all of your years and you and your family and your service unto the Lord. Um, for those of you who don't know, we um, there's a general right there. There's a general, a global general, absolutely has stayed faithful in his field. In Jesus' name. I remember being in Mexico when I was in Bible college, just before Michael and I were married, and we went on a mission trip to Mexico City. And I remember they had me... Like, I wanted to be where Craig went. Like, he was preaching the word. Our whole team went, and I was like, yeah, I want to be in there, like, praying for people. And they're like, no, we need somebody to, like, do, like, the kids' revival. I was like, that was, like, not my gift, but okay. Well, little did I know. While the fire was going on with all the adults on the inside, oh, my Lord. Because what I've been trained up in is just the Holy Ghost and prayer nights. And so I was like, well you know what, these kids are just going to get the Holy Ghost, I guess, is what's going to happen. And so we started off with our little program thing, and I was like, 
yeah, anyways, I put that aside. I was like, all right, you guys just want to pray and let the Holy Spirit come and like baptize you? And they're like, yes. And these little kids, we had a straight up revival. Like, oh, I mean, they're like praying in the spirit and like also like healing and like all this stuff is breaking forth. And we were outside. We weren't even inside the building with everybody. They put us outside. So awesome. The work that God has done in and through your ministry to be a part of it. But going back to this, what God births in the spirit stays in the spirit. And so everywhere we went, we're just like, well, you know, as we came back to the Lord, it was, I mean, no matter what church we were ever a part of, it was, we're having a prayer night. Cause that's just in my DNA. <laughs> that's just in my, my DNA. I just, I mean, we, you know, the disciples didn't call them prayer nights. They just went house to house and they were breaking bread they were praying together. And what I saw today when I, first of all, when I walked in here this morning, I just felt the air is very, very clear. And you, some of you are like, that sounds odd. Let me just say this. The spiritual air is, is very, very clear. You all um, are able, you, this is an atmosphere for you to hear God. This is an atmosphere for you to hear God. There's a lot of distractions out in this world. <laughs> and then even in our own heads. But this is why it's so important for, for brothers and sisters to come together. Because where two or more are gathered, there he is in the mess. And this is a place, you can hear God in your prayer closet. But when you join in with another prayer closet, and another prayer, you know, then when we all come together, we hear, it's like a resounding. You hear his voice. You speak, he speaks back. It's powerful. But when I was um, standing here in worship, the Lord says, you are prayer pillars. You in here right now, especially in the early service, y'all are like champions coming to the early service, but you are prayer pillars. You are pillars. You are pillars in the house of the Lord. You are pillars in your community. You are pillars for your family. You are a pillar. You are a pillar. You are a pillar. You are a pillar in the house of God. You are a pillar in your home and you are a pillar in your sphere of influence. And the greatest responsibility that we could ever execute and continue and stay on our post with is prayer. I'm here to testify that what could have been 30 years in the wilderness, I had parents praying for me. So if you have kids right now that are out there acting like knuckleheads, hard-headed, I call it passionate, great leadership, you know, it's like, how's your kids working on their testimony? How's yours? Because they're going to give up. At one, I mean, you're just going to give in at some point. It's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Colossians 4.2 says, To be faithful to pray as intercessors who are fully alert and giving thanks to God. Be faithful to pray as intercessors. An intercessor stands in the gap. They stand in the gap. You stand in the gap between heaven and the, and the hell that wants to come. 
An intercessor gets in the gap and they pray through. And you and I get to partner with God. And it's not something that you have to score in a gift test. Jesus says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Not only corporately, but everybody, Ben had us put our hands on, on our hearts. Put, put your hand there again. My house. My house. My house. You and I are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We have the privilege and honor to house the Spirit of God on the inside. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Who are fully alert and giving thanks to God. You know, it's very hard to complain and pray at the same time. It's very hard to complain or cast judgment and extend grace and pray for someone at the same time. You know, the worshipers went in front, the intercessors went in front. You and I are that remnant. We are called to stand in the gap. Because if you don't stand in the gap for your spouse, who will? If you don't stand in the gap for your children, who will? This is our faithful post, men, women, brothers, sisters. This is it. What's birthed in the spirit stays in the spirit. And there are some things, you know, people, they ask, well, wait a second, isn't God just sovereign? And God is just God all, yes, God is God all by himself, 100%. But he chose to partner with you and I. We are partners to the living God. We are partners. That's how we're wired. That's how he designed us. Partnership, true partnership. That's what we get to do. So sometimes I know in the middle, like, what am I doing again, God? Like when it, you know, like it, we get this mentality sometimes, we all do like it's then. Well then, you know, when I do this, when that happens, when all, you know, we, we get a, we're looking down and that's great to have vision, but God is really concerned about right now. Like this moment, right here, what we're doing right now. And he's looking right now at our hearts. And I believe right now he is wanting to rekindle because I just see these little icy coals that are burning. I see flames and he's just going to rekindle. He's going to breathe on us this morning. And what felt like maybe like my obligation, like, oh, I know I should probably like work out, pray. There's a passion for prayer, like breath being in a consistent conversation with the Lord and being available to hear and then to do whatever he says to do. Before we ever go to the phone, we should go to the throne. Before we ever post him, him, he is our source. He is our source. And so I just see a reconnection happening right now, heart to heart. 
You say, well, you know, well, when this happened, no, right, like now. It's not anything, I'm definitely not here to put anything on anyone, because I don't believe in, oh, who wants expectations on them? Like, no. And this is not this culture. God is not concerned with, and we're not like putting something on you, but he's very concerned with what's in you. What is the expectation stirring on the inside? Because right now we're in a day and a time where the, on the door of many people's hearts is fear. A lot of question marks. And we're going to have to decide, am I going to answer that door? And guys, this is a moment by moment thing. We're in an unknown territory. <laughs> Are we going to answer the door and entertain that? And then all of a sudden go into a survival mode. Like, okay, hoard up. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. <clears throat> Or are we going to answer the door to the gospel? And instead of survival, we're in revival. Because people don't have what you and I have. When my dad looked at my mother, he saw, she didn't give him a scripture, he saw the love of God, the true love of God. So for you and I, we are carriers of his presence and his love. And it's a responsibility. You know, where, I'm, where, I'm, where we live, we're a part of a, an amazing church called Destiny Christian Church under uh, Pastor Greg and Kathy Farrington. They've been pastors there for over 31 years. It's an Assemblies of God church. Um, it's a wonderful church. But the last three years, we have been in war. And it has been the greatest days. We have seen some tremendous things happen because of standing and answering the door of revival instead of survival. And, um, you know, there was, I mean, we've done a lot of different ministries. There's been a lot of like, a lot of history and a lot of people we highly respect in that ministry and in that church. But what God has done in the last few years, you can barely even recognize our congregation. There's been a shifting and a sifting. And I'll tell you what else has happened. There has been such a birthing in prayer. Like like right like this morning, every Sunday morning, we have a prayer room that's open and we never had that, but the last couple of years it was birthed. And the weighty press, sometimes we come out of there and we're not even talking because of his presence. Because of his presence on Saturday mornings, march around the building. I mean, it just, it's just been beautiful. And in between services, people can come in. It's like healing rooms in between services. But these things, these things are birthed just from what's stirring in your heart. Like we weren't trying to like form new ministries. <laughs> we we're just meeting a need and seeking God and then meeting a need and seeking God and people are showing up and it's like growing. And like when we have once a month, we have what's called the wall and we have over 1500 people that come out to pray for one hour and just intercede for California. Oh Lord, we need more than 1500 for California, the whole West coast and beyond. So today, um, I want to pray for you. And, um, 
one last thing. Romans 8.26, some of you are probably really familiar with 8.28. You know, that scripture, all things work together for good, but it's important to read verses before a verse to understand the context of why things all work together for good. So 26 and 27 talk about the Holy Spirit and talk about how He, when we know not what to pray, 8.26 says, when we know not what to pray, the Holy Spirit will take hold of us and begin to pray through us with groundings. With groundings. With sighs that can't even utter words. Have you you ever been there? Yeah. Like just a couple days ago. Come on. (laughs) Amen. And as you read that through even more and and the Passion Translation, I should just read it. Whoops, but I'm not there. That's the problem. I'm in another verse. Hang on. It's important to read the word. All right. Holy Spirit takes hold of us, 26, in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede. That word super is the same word for hyper. The Holy Spirit rises up within us so that we can go. Have y'all seen like, you know, okay, Star Wars, when they go into, you kick into hyper mode, like, boom, they're gone. The Holy Spirit rises up within us to hyper super intercede within us. Woo! Yeah. How do we go from here to here like that? You know, sometimes you look at people, you're like, wow, they like came far, fast. Or you see the healings happen. You see the miracles happen. You're like, how? 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 Well, the super intercessor rises up and hyper speed, hyper hyper intercedes through us goes beyond the limitations of our world our thinking our thoughts our timeline super hyper intercedes and God the searcher of every heart knows fully our longings he knows us yet he also understands the desire of the spirit because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. This scripture is not subject to a certain time. This scripture is for 2020, or let me back up, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and beyond. This scripture is not subject to people who live in the Bible Belt. The scripture is subject to West Coast and all of our thinking. The Holy Spirit pleads for us in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. So then, verse 28, now we get to this. We're convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Now all things can work together for good. Why? Because we allowed the Holy Ghost to rise up and to super intercede and to hyper speed our intercession. 
Colossians 4 to be faithful, be alert. He didn't say stick our head in the sand, be alert, but be faithful to intercede faithfully. Prayer is not worry. Prayer is tapping in. And some of us are just going to get realigned in this moment right now. So why don't you just go ahead and let's close our eyes or lift up your hand, whatever you want to do there. But I would recommend that you lift your hands because there's just a deposit coming right now from the Holy Spirit. And if you want to get up on your feet, that's great. Or you want to get however you want to do that. That's between you and the Holy Spirit. See, this is just like a big living room. We're just having a prayer morning instead of a prayer night, a prayer morning. And there is a spirit of prayer. There's a spirit of prayer. For those of you that are hungry to tune in, to, I see a realignment happening, like on tires. Like there's just like a real line. God's going, okay, let's just realign this right here. This wheel's been a little off track. Here he comes. The Holy Spirit grease is coming right now. He's going to oil. He's going to oil some things that have just been grinding. How many of you have felt the grind in your life? If that's you, get up on your feet. If you felt the grind right now, the grind in your prayer, it's okay. Be honest with God. He's all right with that. He's going to come with a fresh a fresh wind, a fresh fire, a fresh portion for you. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you, if you feel like you've been going through the motions, jump up. Jump up right now because the fire of God's coming for you right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I thank you, God, for the faith that's in the room. Lord God, I thank you that your house will be called a house of prayer. And not only corporately, God, yes, that's beautiful, but Lord, our house, put your hand on one of your hands on your heart. This house will be called a house of prayer. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Super, super, super right now. He's rising up. He's rising up right now. Come on, pray in the Spirit. If you have your heavenly language, I want you to pray in your heavenly language right now. There's a deposit. Come come on, you're praying in harmony, in harmony with God's own will. Come on, saints. Come on. Come on, press right now, right here. There's something new. There's something new. You see, new wine has got to go into a new wine skin. He says, you're ready. He says, you're ready. What would take years? The super, the super, the hyper, the hyper, the super hyper speed right now is coming in, coming in. Yeah, for those that have been feeling like it's been a grind, you've been grinding. It's been feeling heavy and grinding right now. There is a fresh oil coming upon your head right now. Yeah, thank you, Lord, right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Angels, I loosen you right now. Go forth. Go forth right now, angels. Go forth. God, I thank you. I thank you for your ministry and warring angels. God, I thank you, Lord, for your ministry and warring angels, God, all around this sanctuary right now. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're depositing. Yeah, you're depositing and downloading, God, fresh fire. Fresh fire. Holy Spirit, move. Rise up. Rise up. Oh, yeah, some of you, he's just saying, wake up. Wake up wake up it's just time to wake up some of you have been like stone statues like like in Narnia when little Lucy went around and she put the little drink inside of the those that had turned to stone 
Oh, you meant well, but you've been through some things. And the Lord is saying, by my spirit, let my spirit touch you right now. He's melting that stone away right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There are some but God situations in here right now. There are some but God situations in here right now. People that are standing for marriages. People that are standing for children. Yeah, God, right now, I thank you, Lord, for family salvation. Family salvation. Nobody's gone too far. Nobody's gone too far. Angels, we listen you to go forth, and we call in our loved ones unto salvation right now. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Now, God, I thank you, Lord. This is not about striving. This is about receiving. And God, I thank you right now for a spirit of prayer. That's what he said, a spirit of prayer. A spirit of prayer, like a wind right now, is going to blow through. Here it comes. Whew. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you right now. Just receive that right now. A spirit of prayer. A spirit of prayer. Whew. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Scales are falling off of people's eyes right now. Um, yeah. Calluses on hearts are just plopping off right now. In Jesus' name. Old ways, old thinking, traditions, spirit of religion has to go right now. This is not about formality. This is not about formalities. This is about being tethered to the Holy Ghost, to the Holy Spirit. One, right now. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, thank you. Yeah, some of you are going to start praying in a new language. Yeah, some of you are breaking forth. Right? Some of you, it's been a while since you've prayed in your heavenly language. He's releasing that right now. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth and give him your voice. He wants to super intercede through you. He needs your voice. He needs your voice. He needs your voice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 But God, bodies are being healed right now in his presence. That's what happens when he comes. We've been seeing amazing miracles happening. Amazing. Amazing. God, I thank you for miracles, Lord God. Miracles that are birthed. Miracles that are birthed in your presence, birthed through prayer. God, I thank you, Lord. Yeah. Birth. God, I thank you for the birthing. God, I thank you, Lord, for a people and a body that are willing to birth, that are willing to birth things in the spirit, Lord God, that are willing to birth, that are willing, Lord God, to get into their closets and not come out until they know they've touched you. God, I thank you right now, God, for miracle moments in prayer. It's not up to a prayer team. It's up to a prayer pillar. And that's what we are today, God, in your presence. Thank you, Father. We accept. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, God. There's somebody here. You have extreme, um, 
you're you're not it's allergies but it's messing with your breathing actually it's really bad your your breathing like you're you're having a hard time who is that you okay god is definitely heard your prayer you're standing for a healing it's something that's tormenting you so today in jesus name we just come on up here in jesus name thank you lord thank you god thank you lord hallelujah what's your name Diego? Diego. Okay, awesome. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command pain, sickness, and disease to leave this body. And God, open up right now these lungs. All these histamines right now come under the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Breathe in. Yeah. Thank you, God, right now in Jesus' name. Every word curse spoken over you and every generational curse in Jesus' mind is broken right now. This sickness will not pass on to you or through you to your children. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, I thank you, God, right now for healing. Heal his body from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. God, I thank you, Lord, for fire. Lord God, I thank you for fire. Jesus' mighty name, how's your breath? What, what, yeah. Going deeper than you were before? Okay, a little bit more. Okay, we're going to pray again. You guys, listen. It's important when you're praying for healing, pray again. Pray again. You know, there was a lady in um, Dallas where we just were, where she had a, a large lump in her breast. And she laid her hand where it was. It was actually kind of up here near her arm. And I said, lay your hand there. And I laid my hand on her hand. And I said, let's pray. And after we prayed, I said, what's going on with the lump? She goes, well, it's there, but it's gone down a little bit. I said, let's pray again. And we prayed again. And she goes, it's about half the size. I go, let's pray again. And we prayed again. <laughs> and all of a sudden she's going, she goes, I, I don't even know. Well, wait, okay. It's just a little bit. I was like, in Jesus name until it's all gone. Until it's all gone. So God, right now, Lord, we thank you, God. Open these lungs right now in Jesus. Yeah, right there. Jesus, yeah, let it out right there in Jesus' mighty name. God, I thank you, Lord. Open it up. Open it up right now, God. Open up these lungs. Open up these lungs right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, more, more, more. Let that go right now. Yeah, yeah. Every strategy of the enemy to choke your voice. Every strategy of the enemy to choke your voice. Every constricting spirit right now in Jesus' name has to go. Yeah, freedom. 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 Deeper. Yeah, coming out. Yeah, hallelujah. We like that. Hallelujah. How's it now? Getting there. Working it out. Yes. The super, wow, you sound better. <laughs> yeah, God, I thank you, Lord. Complete this healing, man. You're on fire. Thank you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Diego, yes, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. How are we doing? Okay. Um, all righty. Uh, there's a mother in here and your daughter you're very concerned about a daughter you in fact you, she's border, she's been borderline whew, like suicidal 
You're highly concerned for her life. That's you? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on up here. Is this her? Is it together? No? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Love never gives up. That's right. That's profound right there. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What's your name? Susie. Susie. And you have a daughter? She's away from the Lord? And her name is Grace? Okay. That's a beautiful name. I will just call her out her name. Yeah. Yeah. And she's had suicidal thoughts and yeah, all of that. Yeah. So, um, Susie? Okay, so there's something in your lineage, and we're gonna cut it off in Jesus' name. All right? Who are you? Are you sister. daughter, sister? Okay, what's your name? Of course, Hope. Okay, well, Hope is here, and so praise God in Jesus' name. Susie, right? All right. Father, right now you're standing in the gap. Right now, in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we break this curse right now of suicide, of premature death, all witchcraft right now in the mighty name of Jesus, broken in Jesus' mighty name. I command right now every word spoken over grace. Yeah, every word spoken over grace that is against her life, I command it to come off right now in the name of and by the blood of Jesus Christ, God, we stand in agreement, Lord God, with this mother and with this sister. In Jesus' mighty name, God, I thank you for the call of God on this one, Lord. I thank you, Father. Yeah, hope, come alive, come alive. No more standing in the shadows. In Jesus' mighty name, God, I thank you. Yeah, I thank you, God. Light a fire, Lord God, in her life. Lord, and yeah, this one, this one right here, this is, this is your grace, right here. This is your, this is hope, but this is your grace. Satan can't have her. And I command witchcraft and all other spiritual influences that have tried to confuse her, confusion, to break off of her in Jesus' name. Now, God, I thank you for this mother. I thank you for the mantle of prayer. Lord God, I thank you, God, for the warrior, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, that the enemy, yeah, is a liar. And that fear has to leave right now in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that she stands in her authority under Christ. And God, I thank you, Lord God, for the prayer pillar that she is in this home. And I command overwhelm to leave right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, for new strategies, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord, for breakthrough for this family, God. In Jesus' mighty name, there's, I see the word provision, the word provision, the word provision. This will be a sign unto you that the Lord has heard your prayer. Within the next 90 days, there's going to be a supernatural provision that's coming into your home. And you're going to note it. Note this in your journal today with a night God, and then you're going to pray it through. You're going to pray it through because you partner with God. You call it in, in Jesus' name, your daughter, her salvation, her healing, her wholeness, and this wonder, this provision. In Jesus' mighty name, is going to be a sign unto you that he is with you because he is with you. That's the truth. You don't need the sign, but he's just going to bless you anyways. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Does that make sense? You've been asking God for provision. Amen. Hallelujah. She is saved in Jesus' name. Grace, we call you by name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, uh, 
Ah, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, God. It's very important. It's very important as the body that we pray and we intercede not only for each other, but for our pastors. There are, if my pastor was here, him and his wife would tell you, like unwavering, that death threats, I'm talking like kill your family, not just your church, like death threats, like real, like we're coming to your house stuff, okay? Not just we're gonna shut your church down, but like we wanna kill you kind of stuff, okay? That those things, there was there that prayer, the prayers of the saints and the and intercession built a wall of protection, not a barrier. Well, between the enemy, yes. But we would like we we consistently saw this ring of fire. <laughs> and that sounds like a song, but there's this ring of fire. And on the inside, it was the fire of God turning up. But for the enemy, he couldn't pass over. This, it's like the blood and the, the, the bloodline in the sand it was like the fire line in the sand that would Holy Spirit would consume and Holy Spirit would keep out who needed to stay out. And so um, all of us are called to be prayer pillars. But I want to take a moment because this is a very unique and specific called ministry and church. And you're a part of it. You're here. Not by accident. You might be visiting, but it's okay. You're here. You're, you're in now. So um, you're part of the family. And so I want us to take a moment and we need to lift up your leaders, our leaders, the leaders here. Okay. You want to know why? Because they're doing that for you. Prayer isn't just like, well, check, pray for the body. There is a responsibility and it's steward well but the prayers of the saints they gotta come up they gotta come up they have to come up so goes the head so goes the rest of the body and so you know sometimes you might think well why don't we do things a certain way well go talk to God about it and pray and allow the Lord to birth some things in the spirit and settle things in your heart and settle things out here. It's just amazing what can happen in prayer. Go meet with God. I want a meeting with the back. Go meet with God. Because I know he speaks to your leaders. And I know that they pray. So we're going to take one last moment. And that's how I just want to end this right here. Can we pray for the pastors here? Will you do that? Okay. So I'm just going to pretend that you're with me at destiny because <laughs> I go to war for my shepherd period period we go to war so I'm gonna have Michael come join me and uh aka Mufasa so I'm gonna start and then he's gonna finish and I want you to stand to your feet and we are gonna unite and fight 
right now. We're going to unite and fight because there are strategies. There are strategies in the heavenly realm that, you know, the enemy, he's not just out shooting blanks. Like he's not fighting fair. Okay. And so we are going to absolutely contend for a moment. And then we pray for the protection, the peace, the presence, the power, and the provision of God. Five P's. Just because my brain can remember things. So it's five P's. Okay. So now I can help you with that. So I'm going to begin. And then um, my husband will close us out. So you ready? Let's go to let's go to war right here. Come on, it's a privilege. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this house. Lord God, I thank you for collective. Lord, I thank you for this body that's been was birthed in the spirit, Lord God. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in and through. No matter what has changed through time, God, your plan and your purpose is the same. Lord God, I thank you, Father, that, yeah, every dividing wall right now, Lord God, we break it down, God. We cast it down right now in Jesus' mighty name. God, I thank you, Lord God, yeah, the air is clear. I thank you, God, for the heartbeats that are in this house in Jesus those that are called and those that are still coming Lord I thank you and I praise you Father for who you've brought here now God I thank you for these intercessors I thank you for these pillars of prayer I thank you Lord God that you have ignited within them Lord God a passion for prayer but also to unite and fight not fight then unite God says unite and fight in Jesus mighty name and Lord God, we lift up specifically right now, Lord, the pastors here, God. Lord, we lift up the Rose family. We lift up the Donnelly family right now in Jesus' mighty name. And God, I know that there are many other leaders that are part of this vision in very significant ways, Lord God. Absolutely. 100%. But Lord, we lift them up right now before you. And I thank you, God, that no weapon formed against the shepherds of this house will prosper. Every tongue that rises in judgment, God, will be condemned in Jesus' mighty name. God, I thank you that they are under the protection and the shadow of Psalms 91, your wing. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that they hear your voice clearly. And every assignment that's out of alignment, God, I thank you that you shift and you sift out in Jesus' mighty name. And God, I plead the blood. We plead the blood, Lord God, over their marriages. We plead the blood, God, over their children. We plead the blood, Lord God, over their family. We thank you, Lord God, that they have eyes to see and ears to hear. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, God. Protection. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Father, for this church that has stood in the gap, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the lives that are represented throughout this body, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you have established your kingdom on earth through this body. And Lord, right now, Father, we just come in agreement and we just speak life. Life. Lord, as darkness has crept across this land, we speak life creeping across this land. In Jesus' name, Father. Lord, let this body be known as a front for the kingdom. Lord, I just thank you, Father, for the protection that's over this house. I thank you for the blessing, Father, that's over this house, Lord Jesus and the love and the grace, Lord. And we just call in salvations, Lord. Salvations coming to your kingdom through this, through the work, through the conversations, through the home meetings, Lord Jesus. Salvations, Lord, 
Time is short, Father. We know this. And Father, we are, we are, this church was created to take the fruit from the enemy and put it back where it's supposed to be, and that's in, in your kingdom, Father. So we just lift up the collective church. We lift up the leadership. We lift, we lift up anybody who has is vested interest in this body, Lord Jesus. And we just give you praise and glory, Father, for that right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And just with that, before I hand it back over, I just the, a word that God deposited in me. You know, we've had the privilege of walking alongside different leaders over the past few decades. And the Lord just, you know, it, you just do. God, 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 where, where you're planted in the house, you're, you flourish. Okay. But something I want to just um, give to you that the Lord gave to me, because we go through changes. And I have no idea if there's lots of changes right now or not. I mean, like we don't like, I just, we're just here on a visit and they asked us to come and pray or not even pray, just share whatever the Holy Spirit had in our heart. But you know, we, we just go through different changes and seasons as a body everywhere. But here's just a simple phrase that the Holy Spirit speaks to me. And I'm going to give this to you. Walk in the pace of grace. Walk in the pace of of grace. How many of you are thankful that you've received grace? Oh, yes. Oh, knucklehead. Like, thank you, God, that you gave me grace. We need to extend that same grace to each other. And, you know, it's really, it's tough sometimes, but like, think of one another on your best day, not your worst day. Because we all flop around, guys, and do stuff. And because that's just the flesh. But we're in it together. And that's what family does. And so let's continue to walk this call and this purpose and this vision and this mission out at the pace of grace. God's grace and honor. Honor. Honor God. Honor God. And honor one another. Amen. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Collective Church podcast. To find out more, visit thecollectivechurch.com.